I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Welcome to the podcast about paying attention. And, you know, as long as I, as I get, you know, further and further into this podcast, it's been a year now and really longer than a year then of, of really kind of coming to this decision that yoga is the practice of paying attention. I still love this definition of yoga. And I love it, especially because it shows up everywhere. And where yoga is not one thing, yoga didn't even begin as a physical practice. And so this really being an ode to that, a practice of that, everywhere we are in our lives. And today I want to share an experience that I had that really is a, a thought experience that I had uh, over this past weekend. And I had gone out uh, for a hike. I, I met a friend and we went for a hike in Forest Park here in, in Portland. And there was lots of people out. We had our masks on. We were enjoying nature, Mother Nature visiting and this happened to be a new friend that uh, I haven't met in person until this time and the conversation was good it felt like one of those one of those times where he just flows and you're like oh well here's this story and then here's this story and you just like enjoy exactly what's being said and let the conversation just go anywhere right where you're just so intent on the words of the current thing being spoken that it's just very active listening active listening could be a whole other podcast <laughs> oh, but you know as as I I guess as I stepped away then from that interaction and said goodbye and climbed back in my car and I was headed off to um, uh, a, a different location and a different person and I just sat there for a moment I just thought about the experience I thought about the way that it felt and I let myself write and sometimes sometimes when I write poetry and words come to me it often like it just comes it just comes and I think it's in the slowing down of things right not not making myself so busy or allowing myself to actually write something, right? If, if uh, we have all have a billion thoughts that pop into our head, like what was the like last random thought that popped into your head, or that something you said out loud? You're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> oh, we all do these things. We all have these thoughts. Like, I mean, think about when we're in the shower, right? Or somewhere where we're just doing that thing. And we're like, oh, wow, I'm thinking of so many things right now. I can't remember where it was. I just, I feel like I just heard this recently. I 
cannot remember where it is. So forgive me for that. But this idea that as kids, right, we think about kids having all these, you know, imaginations and just being creative, <laughs> especially when our children, how many, how many times are they carted around and have to wait for us? Um, maybe less now because of COVID, but you know, we're going to the grocery store and then you just have to like hang out and we're going to go drive in the car to this place. They're not the ones driving, they're riding. And then, I think this is, you know, especially if, if they're not on a screen during these times and you're just hanging out, it's a lot of thinking time. And how much do we allow ourselves to have that thinking time, that process time, that, oh, that's an interesting thought. I'll just write that down. Even if it's one sentence, my notes in my phone are full of so much randomness. Sometimes it's one word, sometimes it's one sentence, sometimes it's the start of, you know, a poem and it's like 15 starts until I, until it comes out in the way that it needs to come out. As I was sitting in my car and words were coming to my head, I opened up my notes and I just started, I started writing. Nothing, you know, crazy, uh, enlightening, shall I say, just random thoughts that were coming to me about the experience of meeting this person and how it felt good. And the next thought that followed that though was what about the pause between people? And I think about transitions often, and it is often within work transitions. We're doing email, and especially you know, with my kids here, then I'm like, okay, I have to go take care of my kids, or, or somebody's asking about some sort of food thing, or the friends are at the door. Okay, now I need to get on a Zoom call. Okay, now I need to, what about setting up the next podcast guest? What about, you know, like, uh, what class am I going to be teaching? It's all these transitions, all these spaces between one thing to the next thing. And how mindful are we in those spaces of transitions? How much energy is lost when there's lots of interruptions versus when we can just really dive in for just a moment? How satisfying is it when we just do one thing and are really fully there? On this idea then about pausing between people, and people in specific where it's easy, you know, we could jump from one person to the next and, and just kind of have this basket full of experiences that we just kind of go along with. <laughs> and kind of this idea of, well, so what? And how often you know, this was, this was my own question to myself. How often do I take that moment and think, what did this experience mean to me with this person? Knowing that the time and attention that we give is something we can never get back. Like that was that moment. So what, what did it mean? And I, I ask my yoga classes this often, you know, we could show, we could have shown up anywhere and we showed up right there. So what? Now what do we do with what we have experienced? And so the same when we show up with other people. So what? What do we, what do we walk away with? What did we give? How does the other person walk away? Were we really present? And how do we show up in the future? 
I just really liked all these questions because it made ex- it, it made it makes me pay attention. <laughs> Let's wrap it around to that. It makes me pay attention because earlier before I went on the hike, I had taken my daughter out to go get some pants because she's outgrown her pants. We need new pants and it's not summertime anymore and she's been wearing shorts. So I had a short time, only had about 45 minutes in kind of the the allotment of, of time at that moment. And so it was a little bit rushed. And as I was sitting there writing this this little poem about going on this hike with this other individual, it made me think about my daughter. And I thought, how did she feel about that? Was I paying enough attention to to how she was experiencing that? Was I really looking at her? Was I really present in what I was saying? Did she feel me rushing her, even though with our short time, we don't have to rush in that time. That's just the time we have. How are we showing up there? How did I show up? Does she know that I care? Does she see me there with her? Did she feel like it was something I felt very proud to be a part of with her? And it kind of put these questions in my mind where how am I showing up as a mom? How am I showing up in business partnerships? How am I showing up as a friend, as a lover, as a sister, as a daughter? All the things, right? And how am I showing up for myself? Am I, am I looking at myself in the mirror and being like, hey, Bonnie, <laughs> what's up? How you doing? And, you know, even last night I was on the couch and the couch sucked me in and I really was tired, but the bed felt far away and I, <laughs> and it took a while, but I was like, five, four, three, two, one, stand up, Bonnie, go upstairs, go to bed. Um, cause it feels so good to lay flat in your bed and it's better sleep. And the light was on and all the things, right? So I, I made myself get up and the thing that I was saying to myself, uh, <laughs> I was saying, Bonnie, you're so strong. You're so strong, Bonnie. You can get up off the couch. You're amazing. You're so strong. <laughs> this feels like a funny thing to be sharing right now. <laughs> but that is truly what I was saying. So, you know, a little self-talk and awareness of exactly where you are, right? And and that moment, I'm like, that's a whole poem. The couch sucked me in. But I am stronger than the couch, even <laughs> if it takes me a bit. You know, like, that's that's it, you know? <laughs> I just love that. But really, really, truly, the invitation here is is not about the couch. It's about this intentional, purposeful pause between people. And I don't care if you think you're a writer or you're not a writer, you're a writer because you know how to write your name. I mean, you know how to write your address and your phone number. You know how to write the word hi, so you know how to write. Truly. And if you had to write, hmm, not had, if you got to write, if you invited yourself to write one sentence, only one, one sentence. If you were to think of the very last interaction you had with a person, this is your invitation. 
Think of the last interaction you had with another human. And I want you to write down one sentence about that. Underneath that sentence, if you're going to write this in your notes, write the date and write the person's name. That's it. Just one sentence. You are a writer. And in that moment, and if you have like, think of like 20, like let's say you have, that's a lot of appointments. If you have 20 Zooms, I I sure hope you don't have 20 Zooms in a day, right? And even if it's a group of people, what was the feeling? What did you walk away from that group of people? Start writing that down as one sentence. How long does that take? Super short. But is honoring that transition between things of a acknowledging that that was something, a, a realization if you were or were not truly there and paying attention, and then setting really then a purposeful intention to walk into the next thing saying, oh, I have something else I can learn in this next place. I wonder what I will learn. And it perpetuates this learning mindset, this openness, this desire to pay attention, this desire to feel alive, to listen. That is my takeaway. And, you know, the the next day I I went, uh, I followed up with my daughter because we, we had, you know, the 45 minutes. And so we, we were going to continue our, our our pants exploration shopping. <laughs> and so we went and it was, it was so fun. And the end of that next night, I was sitting on the couch eating some butternut squash soup that I made myself and kids are with their dad. And I was sitting there and just thinking about things. I was thinking about this pause between people. I was thinking about my daughter and I just started crying and I was like, Wow. You know, like this, this intentionality of showing up with people, like it's always about the people. It's about the freaking people, about you and me and who you have just been with and who you will be with next and who's maybe riding in the car with you and who's sitting next to you at the table. Hmm. And for me, the same. And it makes me move with a lot of gratitude. It makes me move with a lot of joy to feel like I am am paying that much attention to the minutes in my life and not letting them just disappear into some, what, what was today? Who did I talk to today? What did I do today? Thinking, oh, this is, this is who and what and where I was. And I, I give this invitation to you not because I am doing it amazingly. <laughs> it's not the case. But even if you do it or I do it a couple times a day, how would that change all of our interactions? But the invitation being even for, even for one week, even for one day, what does that happen? What changes with, with that one sentence? That one sentence that is a pause between people, one, maybe one sentence turns into more than one sentence, but there are no rules, right? I think that as we really 
are intentional about our transitions. As we pause between people, it makes our interactions more powerful. It makes us more empathetic human beings, and it will bring us closer together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and attention here with me today. That means something to me. Feel free to reach out, email, or on the gram. I would love it if you left a review on iTunes and shared some words there. Leave a rating. And I'll talk to you soon. Mwah.